regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. <laughs> you shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. Public has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information. Reverso, bring us on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast, and yes, today is our exact two-year anniversary of doing the show. And therefore, we brought back our good friend. Everybody knows him as BB Bedazzle. I well, was curious what my name was going to be. <laughs> I didn't know back. if I was going with Devil's Advocate or BB Bedazzle. I love it. <laughs> and we updated our soundboard, which I personally do not have access to, which is unfortunate. <clears throat> and so we have a, what is this? A Rode Podcaster Pro? Yes. Elite Platinum? Yes. It's the, the only one in existence with a gold dot. So. We need an extended, what do you call that? What is that, a soundboard? What, the, the pad? That with oh, the, the sound pad. I, made a I put in a request with management to have one that I could <clears throat> access, but I was denied. Yes, you actually, you weren't denied. You were rejected! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's nice. Howard Stern. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about tonight. A whole lot. Okay, we, give us a quick rundown. We couldn't fit. Well, I don't have a. Do you have some? Well, no, it's going to be a surprise. We got well, look. We have some COVID misinformation to make sure we get our COVID tag. Which I was going through the menu the other day, and uh, our latest one, boom, it got it pretty quick. Like within, within a, a few seconds, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. How's that work, uh, man? When you upload it, it <clears throat> when you're uploading it, there's this processing time that takes oh, like yeah. 10 minutes and it's probably scanning everything through there every word voice recognition then researching who you are where you live what's your name all your that income stuff. Yeah. yeah you know age bracket race sexual preference gender yeah, yeah. fluidity Wait, what uh-huh i gotta go <laughs> the uh no so we have tons of we have some really good stuff on on the covid stuff and one of the things we have is that uh dirtbag pfizer ceo they're all in uh <clears throat> the convened in Davos for the World Economic Forum and some uh, real reporters confronted that guy. And that's a long video. We won't watch the whole thing, but it's, it's pretty cool. Um, and we got a ton of stuff about the, uh, and it, it's, it's kind of unfortunate really because there was a lot of variety this week <clears throat> in the news cycle. But what we have is a lot of the stuff about the uh, documents. That were, what kind the, of documents? The ones that were locked up with the Corvette, the Biden document scandal. Hey, do you know anything about that Corvette? I had heard that it came from somewhere weird or something. He is the original owner of the Corvette since 1967. Seriously? That's what he said. That's about all I know. It's in a it's a 60s model. Yeah, it's a 67. Isn't it green? Yes, it's green, convertible. It's 300 horsepower, 327. It does, like, it's the same thing as so many people. Like, it doesn't matter if it's, like, the latest and greatest Ferrari, Lamborghini, you name it. You sit in it, it sucks. Yeah, so, I know. I mean, it, it's it, an anemic pile of poo anyway. The reason I know that is because I saw a, a video with Jay Leno. You know, yeah. he's a big car guy. Yeah. Saw him with Biden when he was vice president. 
Yeah. And Biden was like, oh, Jay, thank you. I got to thank you. I've never been able to drive in the last seven years. Now I can drive. Yeah. Well, he couldn't even ride a bike or climb the stairs either. Yeah. I, I still know. didn't do that. Yeah. What were you going to say? Nothing. That was reverse. Oh, I was just going to say Hunter probably snorted about eight or nine lines of cocaine <laughs> off well, of it's funny. a day. It's funny you said that because now, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to that. But, like, there was photographs of him and, and some, they had the women's uh, faces blanked out. One of them was in a bikini and, like, she's sitting on the console of this probably pretty valuable car and, like, he's all coked out of his brain, dude. You, I mean, I would say it looked like he, was, he always looks that way. So, <clears throat> yeah, that, that, that happened. Mm. He may have, well... You know what? This is unedited, so we'll leave it there. Yes, it is. But one of my favorite things uh, ever, period, was... Uh, period or exclamation point? Alec Baldwin is being charged with manslaughter. Manslaughter, woman slaughter. But don't... Involuntary manslaughter. That's why you're here. <laughs> Two you, counts. Yeah. Involuntary manslaughter. Well, see, there you go. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. you should come more often and maybe you could correct me. Well... You're on a roll. Keep going. <laughs> Don't let up. In, if I didn't live in Florida and y'all were in Pennsylvania, yeah, this would be a little easier. Good point. <laughs> yeah. So we here's sent a, for a private jet for you. Right. <laughs> so here is... Uh, you could donate to Patreon for another private jet ride. I thought we discussed that we uh, didn't actually have a Patreon account. We don't. It was a joke. <laughs> we need one. Get that extra material we don't have. Here is uh, the Fox News report from today. Hot off the press. Breaking news, Alec Baldwin accused of pulling the trigger when the movie set employee died. Now, more than a year later, the Wall Street Journal has just exclusively reported Alec Baldwin will face criminal charges. We are set to hear at any moment directly from the New Mexico District Attorney. I'm Harris Faulkner. You are in the Faulkner Focus. Hollywood star Alec Baldwin at the center of that death on a set of the film Rust. A quick recap of the incident. Accidental gunfire during a rehearsal is what it has been called. He's already been sued civilly. Now, the criminal case against him. A single bullet killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins and wounded the film's director, Joel Sousa. Alec Baldwin, both an actor and producer on that movie, was holding the gun when it fired. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them. Never. Never. An FBI forensic report tells a very different story. It says the weapon could not have been fired without pulling the trigger. A lot of questions and all the aftermath. You'll remember we covered this extensively, including how that, exactly lie. The... Uh one of the things in that same interview that where he was speaking there <clears throat> with George Stephanopoulos in 2021 after this happened was he maintained that uh, he had no guilt because he didn't pull the trigger. He He's not guilty because he doesn't feel – literally, I'm not guilty because I don't feel guilty. Like that and – That's kind of like that white woman saying she's not white because she don't feel white and she identified as black, right? You remember covering that last year? Well, I mean, there's there's actually a few of them. I can't remember. Really? Yeah. So the, it's a trend. Uh, what is it? What's her name? Dolazol. Uh, oh, I have no idea. Uh, you guys but know anyway. anything? Sorry to uh, <laughs> sorry to take you off track there. No, well, no. What I was going to say is, and and we're actually you ain't black. 
we're actually going to. Uh, um, that was just a lead in to use that. So y'all think I would be worse with that than? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Absolutely. That, that's weird because I've, I worked the soundboard when he was sick and I didn't. Ha- and it took a lot of editing. That's fake news. No, it's not. So I loved it. I gloat over it. I think it's wonderful because I like to see bad people fail. You're irresponsible. <laughs> what? <laughs> We've been doing this for two years. I've showed up every week without fail, except for the one Rejected. time I long, long. That's my favorite one. Long COVID. So, <clears throat> uh, come on. No, I. It, Keep I, I anyway. We're, we're starting with a, a wacko, wacko, self-centered, uh, disgusting celebrity. We're also going to end the show with one, too. Uh, we'll get to that. Our whole show is about people like that, it seems like. Because um, politicians are celebrities now. I was watching, it's true, I was watching a video of Jim Carrey at some award show or whatever, and he was giving the woman on the red carpet the guff and t- like saying some whacked out weird stuff, but the video delved into when he was on the Grinch and how he was treating, how badly he was treating the people there and the makeup artist. And then that's around the time, I guess that his girlfriend that was way younger than him killed herself and blamed it on him, which like Alec Baldwin and like the person that we'll end the show with, all of them are vehemently anti-Trump, anti-conservative nut bars. Like for an example, this dude you know, would tweet all kinds of foul, sick stuff. And he, if I'm not mistaken, he's the one that tweeted something about uh, someone killing Baron Trump, Trump uh, Trump's youngest son, and just an absolute dirtbag. But Jim Carrey would do these weird, quote-unquote, paintings a la Hunter Biden, but they were like these, uh, you know, real uh, sadistic-looking, like Donald Trump stuff, like, Basically, like the painting version of what Kathy Lee uh, Griffin did with the severed head, like just weird stuff, like Trump inside a toilet bowl, like, and he was doing it like every couple of days and putting them on Twitter, like, dude, you shoot somebody, you got your girlfriend to kill herself. The these people are just so weird, and then with him specifically, I know I'm rambling here, but dude. You're an actor like this, and you can tell like when he's in that interview, like I, 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 no, 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 I didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> I, I, yeah. would, I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, you did. How else would it go off? And that's the thing, dude. Even the reporter said he was holding the gun when it went off. Yes. Well, they're all, they all hope that he's absolved of this and he's not guilty. I know, that just drives me crazy. But my thing is, dude, if you're anti-gun, and he is, nobody in their right mind would give this idiot a Nerf gun, much less something that could actually fire any kind of worthwhile projectile. Like, dude, you if you've got a panty waist, that's the thing. Like, yeah, you can dress up as the grizzled Wild West. Like, well, yeah, blah, 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 blah. But in your heart, you're a, a coward, a bleeding little coward POS. I'm editing myself, so bear with me while I gather my thought without the expletives. Good job. It can be done. You should not have a gun. Who is the moron that, I guess the moron that did give him the gun. But it, it, it said that yeah. she was yeah, being charged yeah, with manslaughter as well. Well, yeah, but who was the one that came up in the script for this moron even be possessing a gun? Like, his character should have been CGI. Any of you male vaginas that, that are in these movies that think that way, dude, CGI a gun for this moron. Because this is how dangerous you are. It wasn't. You're irresponsible. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But... You ask a question. Go ahead. Okay. Um, 
but you ask a question. I was just thinking, because it's been so long since we've covered this, what was that lady's role again? The armorer. No, the other one that's dead. She was a cinema, cinematographer. I don't... Yeah. So it's not her... No. I, it's not like... She's not responsible for him having the gun. Correct. Right? Correct. So like there's that two, would be the screenplay writer, I guess? There's two armorers. He would, it said this. he was an actor and director yeah. of this. So, so he's probably responsible for it. If he's a director... Possibly. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he may have been a writer, too. I don't know. It doesn't well, yeah, matter. It's all make. I know this much. It's, yeah. it's all make believe. And while you idiots are playing make believe, which is all you do, while everybody else is out working a real job, you play make believe and tell the people that actually make stuff go around how to work. When you're just a court jester, anyway, you know what I mean. You're you're here to provide entertainment, kind of like when they tell a monkey to dance. That's what you do. So maybe <laughs> you should shut up about real world issues and leave real world man stuff to real world men. Leave the guns alone, dude. You don't like them, leave them alone. Well, so, something else to think about. This is an old movie, right? So, mm. what kind of gun would it have been? Or it's an old time. Well, yeah, it's it, it was like a a, a break, like break a, action, little, little like a Colt or something, right? With a mm-hmm. with a with a hammer on it, right? Correct. So somebody had to pull the hammer back. Yes. No, 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 no. He, he did it by himself. I would never pull the hammer back. I mean, is it possible that somebody handed him the gun with the hammer pulled back, and he's you a, would still have he, to pull the trigger, right? But. Yeah, the trigger pull would the, be lighter. The trigger pull would be really well light. on a gun like that. It was, so it, it would it would if so if it's single action, double action. So the double action, you pull the trigger. Correct me if I'm wrong. The double, I was about to say, wow, you know a lot about firearms. Would would cock the hammer and let it go with one long pull. Oh, if I'm wrong, my dad will let me know. Trust me. Single action would be when you you have to cock it and then pull the trigger, or vice versa. I can't remember which is which. I'm not a big revolver guy. Yeah, I'm not either, but. Well, I'm still pl- trying to figure out of, what a revolver is. Plenty of people will let me know. I promise you that. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, and in, in fact, you don't have to call me or text me. You can email us at bcblpodcast.com. Is that right? No, info at bcblpodcast.com. I always there forget. There you go. And here's the thing. I'm going to email you right now. Cool. <laughs> it's our two-year anniversary. <laughs> Send us an email. If you care about us and want us to keep doing this, because we make nothing. <laughs> that's not true we make lots of fun <laughs> yes so yeah Alec, Alec Baldwin manslaughter get you yeah. a piece of that action yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next few days or week or whatever yeah you think he'll take the stand in his own defense nope I bet he will well he he's is gonna get extremely up there. narcissistic yeah, absolutely no, I don't think he uh-uh. anybody want to place a wager on it five bucks I'm broke you can't even buy lunch with five dollars to make it ten I know that's bad you can't so what do you think? You think he'll take the stand? No. You so I I'm no. Reverso and BB versus no. us? All right. Yeah, You're on my side. So. Yeah, I think he, yeah, I think you very well might. Dude, just because you, of how narcissistic he is. Dude, like it's gonna be like uh did you did, uh, you know sports? Was it the Buffalo Bills maybe or not there was a Minnesota Dolphins. It was a football game, and there's a black fan, and I guess he's on the home team side, and there's a woman. Oh, that was the Patriots and the Raiders. Okay. See, you didn't even have to finish. He knew exactly you what you were Explain what happened so I don't butcher it. Oh, So they were in Las Vegas at a ho- or away game for New England, and he was a New England fan, and uh, the Raiders won on the last second play, and this lady just gets up in his face and is just going off on him. 
He's just standing there, not saying nothing. Just I mean, I would just to, for reversal to say she was going off like it was absolutely yeah, like, atrocious and yeah, ridiculous. Like, like and, and that's one of the, up in his face, pointing. Like, yeah, screaming, and her like, and her cuckold, effeminate, nutless husbands in the background. Like, stop, stop. I'm like, sure she was dropping some. Rock. Yeah, she was like all off in the just yeah. space and he just stood there. Which the cool thing about it is, which team? Was, so the the owner of the Patriots yeah. is the one that treated him so well. So yeah. they brought him in and gave him all kinds of stuff and like. Because dude was like, dude, this owner this, of the Patriots did brought they, they in. They brought the fan in oh, and to the like next home game and put him in the owner suite and yeah, and yeah. they I think they gave him some of those signature shoes and this that and the other. Yeah. But um, those new Jordans, I don't know, but that lady deserved to be leveled for that. Dude. So nothing happened to her. Well, I mean, she got shamed uh, yeah. on the, endlessly on the internet. Yeah. Oh, and uh, there was. I thought you was gonna say he knocked her out or something. Oh, no. I can't remember why I even brought this up. Because you like sports so much. No, there was a reason, but what's up? All right, so this is what Baldwin said. <clears throat> so I've been why he said he didn't pull the trigger. This is a quote from him. I said to her in this scene, I'm going to cock the gun. Do you want to see that? Baldwin continued. He confirmed Hutchins told him to cock the gun. I let go of the hammer and the gun goes off. I never pulled the trigger, he said. Is that possible? So it's that, like well, maybe that, he had it pulled that, back three quarters of the way and let go? Or, or he was in like mid pull back. I, I don't, I don't think I, so because, when because you the pull cylinder it back, the cylinder turns. Ha, the cylinder has to sync with the hammer, yeah. number one. Number two, the forensics team has already determined that's why they're doing this. They determined yeah. that the trigger had to be pulled. So, number one, you lied about it. Number, number two, number three, whatever I'm on right now. Um, Seven. <laughs> this is going to be a long show. I oh, promise man. you that. What? I got curfew, man. Yeah, okay. I'll be home I'll, in 30 minutes, man. Ladies and gentlemen, I will sit out here and do this by myself for your pleasure. Everyone else is welcome to depart except for Reverso because he refuses to leave until I do, and that's just fine. I appreciate it, but we will continue on no matter what. So anyway, uh, he, in theory, if if he pulled it back all the way, and and this is in my opinion, this is pro- this is a somewhat likely possibility without being familiar with that specific type of firearm, you could have pulled the, you could have caught the trigger all the way back and had pressure on the trigger. And when you let it go, it, it there's potential that it could fire. I mean that some of them can do that. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. He's so stupid when it comes to firearms, he's un, uneducated purposefully. He don't even, he can't even make a defense for himself. And it was a 45 caliber Colt revolver. Yeah. Nobody cares. But you, well, I'm just saying, like, that's that's the 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 uh, calm, comprehensive explanation of what I was trying to say is this is why you don't give inexperienced people a weapon that could, that, that, oh, it's got blanks or whatever. Look, you don't need to touch this. You need to leave this alone. It you're, needs to have, like, field cylinders, like solid cylinders, mm-hmm. if you're going to yeah. give somebody like that a gun. And again, I mean, I'm not saying it'd be funny or, or whatever, but dude, if you play make believe for a living, like you, you need to leave the real stuff to, to men and people that have experience. Cause you're, yeah. you're in, yes. and, um, and everybody, and it's been talked about on here before, like, uh, and actually one of our listeners was talking to me about it the other day. Uh, Keanu Reeves character. Uh, what's, what's the big Keanu Reeves, uh, uh, matrix. <laughs> No, I'm serious. Jack Reacher, not Jack Reacher. I don't know. John Wick. John Wick. John Wick. Oh. Like he practiced, like so Keanu Reeves practices with all his guns and he's like real 
because he has this role, but he he shoots real firearms, uh, like extra for uh, leisure and then extracurricular training for what he does in film. And I would that that's a good. And this idea. guy just sends nasty tweets about Trump exactly. for leisure. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. And it's just a absolute creep, dude. What a dirt ball. And. I mean, I think it goes without saying nothing would please me more than to see him locked up just because he's a sack of garbage. Anyway. Gen pop. What's that? In general population. Oh. Yeah. I know that from watching... Uh, First 48. Yeah, gen pop. Though I was like, wait. Come on, gen pop, man. Man, you don't know about that, though. You ain't, you ain't about that life. Ah, uh, man, but he dropped the soap. He'll <laughs> <laughs> get his prison pocket explored. Oh, no. <laughs> It's he's on the verge. He's right there. He's on fire. <laughs> Literally. Listen, here we go. We're on Breitbart now. So uh walk with us as we sift through the latest in uh the uh document scandal. So we'll jump around here. Hunter Biden's forty nine thousand nine hundred and ten dollar rent exactly matches deposit on office share with Chinese energy company. And so that's the thing. I think we were talking about this last week. So you don't have to, to to be involved in any of this to know the exact this is exactly what's going on because we already said this is what's going on. So we're just going to confirm it real quick. <clears throat> Hunter Biden's monthly rent of $49,910 matches a rental deposit at the House of Sweden related to the Biden family business, business venture. Business. With the infamous CEFC China Energy Company, Hunter's $50,000 deposit also matches the amount of money he logged on a 2018 background check document unearthed by the New York Post, Miranda Devine. In an email on October 30th, 2017, Cecilia Browning, the general manager of House of Sweden, an office complex in Washington, D.C., emailed Hunter about a lease that Hunter and his Chinese business partners were trying to terminate, according to emails unearthed from Hunter Biden's Laptop from hell. Browning notes the amount of the deposit was $49,910 for the office space and that it would be returned to Hunter upon signing a lease termination document. Quote, if you are willing to terminate the lease of number 507, the owners are willing to let you out of the lease as of December 31st, 2017, Browning emailed Hunter. Please note that there is a security deposit paid by you of $49,910, which will be returned within 15 days after the termination of the lease, after inspection of normal wear and tear. Hunter had apparently requested the termination of the lease after his deal with CEFC China Energy fell apart. The Biden family had previously negotiated a deal with CEFC, whereby President Joe Biden, the big guy, would receive a 10% equity stake in the joint venture, whistleblower Tony Bobolinsky stated. Yeah, that's pretty much the long and short of that. Move, move to the next one because it's gonna it's gonna fall right in line with this. Also on Breitbart, and this is one of the this is where it starts to get a little better here. Well, as if that wasn't good enough, Hunter Biden paid for 2010 repairs on Delaware House where Joe Biden stashed classified documents. And so remember how we were saying that. Uh, you know, like when you've got a crackhead family member, they're prone to steal and yeah. yeah. They're, they're terribly, terribly irreliable and unpredictable, crazy, and just basically crap all over everything. Yes. BB? I'm listening. You remember, though? Yeah. Emails from the laptop from hell in 2010 show Hunter Biden paid for home repairs on President Joe Biden's Delaware residence where stashed classified documents were on earth. This is so stupid. What an idiot. 
were unearthed. Well, actually, it's not idiocy. It's corruption, but whatever. By the president's attorneys on Wednesday, Hunter paid thousands of dollars for Joe Biden's home maintenance, including 190 per month AT&T phone bill, according to emails between Hunter and Eric Sherwin, his business partner at Rosemont Seneca. Quote, FYI, there are a few outstanding bills that need to be paid, and I'm not sure which ones are a priority and which should get paid out of my account and which should be put on hold or paid out of the Wilmington Trust Social Security check account, Sherwin told Hunter. It's unknown why he put the he put the word my in quotation marks. Hmm. Hunter Biden paper up, keep it Joe's home or classified documents were found also on the daily mail. In addition to home repairs, Hunter apparently paid Joe Biden rent for the home, a 2018 document on earth. So that's what we just covered. Okay. Move to the next one real quick. Hunter Biden quarantined, this is on foxnews.com, Hunter Biden quarantined in Delaware House where classified documents were found. Quote, there was no escaping. How convenient. They they said they're going to provide the visitor logs for this time period. Don't hold your breath on that one. Well, they're making them right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ain't that the truth? Making them disappear. Scroll down a little bit. President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, who is facing wide-ranging probes into his business dealings that seem to never end or have any traction or results whatsoever at all. How long is that ever going to go on? That's obviously rhetorical. Once noted that he and other family members, quote, quarantined in his father's home where classified documents were recently found. In his memoir published in April 2021, the president's crackhead son said he and other close family members spent election night on November 3rd, 2020 at the Wilmington, Delaware home. Hunter Biden wrote that he and his children, he probably molested, but that's just a rumor. (laughs) His wife, Melissa Cohen, and his half-sister, Ashley Biden, who I feel really confident he supposedly... No, that's not her. That's that's the one that had the... uh, That's the one that showered with Joe. Joe. Okay. The big guy. Yeah, Yeah. you know what? Time out, because I've been meaning to talk about something, too. Um the Hunter Biden's illegitimate child with oh, yeah. the stripper from Arizona. Yeah. Well, the one that he took to court and wouldn't give his surname. Yeah. So she's fighting to get the surname because yeah. the quote unquote prestige, like, yeah. are you, why would you do that? The There's, underground prestige. That's oh, touche. I'll, yeah. I'll concede that. Underground. Yeah. yeah. Worldwide corrupt prestige. Okay. Fair argument. Because if he try, if he, whenever the child gets older and travels internationally, just imagine all they'll be able to accomplish in the world of corruption. Well, in the black market. Uh, let, let's let's be fair though for a minute. To be a Biden, and this is probably why the name hasn't. Why he won't do it. Real Biden women, they shower with with Uncle Joe. So she's just not old enough yet. I disagree. She's probably too old. The kid? How old's the kid? Did you not hear what I said? I said Joe Biden. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Can you not just? Change your last name to whatever you want. I thought you could. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean, I'm sitting here thinking. Now, remember, this like, isn't a rumor that this is a child. Oh, It I was know. proven with a DNA test. This is his child. Yeah. Well, as of like 50 minutes ago, Biden says he has no regrets over classified doc handling because there's nothing there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Is it just empty boxes? Yeah. Continuing real quick. In his memoir published in April 2021, the president's son, yada, 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 half-sister Ashley Biden and her husband, Howard Krein, watched coverage of the presidential election together as votes were counted. That's not possible because the majority of the votes came in after they shut down, so you couldn't see any of that. It was in the dead of the night. They cheated. 
allegedly. Quote, you would have loved the scene of election night too, even though the night would have driven you nuts, not least because the vote counting dragged on for days as they fabricated votes. Hunter Biden wrote in the memoir. Yet one of the benefits of waiting so long for the race to be called was that we all waited it out together at mom and dad's house, Melissa and the baby, my girls, Natalie, Hunter, Ashley, and Howard. And we allegedly had a huge orgy. He continued in the passage. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I'll quit. More than waiting together, we were also quarantined together. There was no escaping one another. Yeah, well, <laughs> you got that right. Smoking the rock in the shower. <laughs> oh, do, if you don't think that, I mean, number one, this is obviously a, a large resident, like the residents that uh, when they're all together, that Hunter's not, you know, actually, he's probably just smoking crack in front of them, you think, at the, especially yeah. at that point. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they all, and look at him there, dude. He's just, he looks like one of those shifty dudes. Like, when if you see Hunter Biden walking on the sidewalk, you lock your doors. I mean, I'm serious. I would check my pockets, because, make sure my phone and wallet's yeah, still there. Yeah, because he looks like any panhandler in America on the corner. Like, he would fit in, like, give him a dog. Like, you know what I mean? Put the little vest a on the cardboard dog. sign. Absolutely, dude. I mean, would anybody blink bat an eye? Never. <clears throat> so go to the next one. There is a reason. And so, obviously, you know, they, they made, I mean, Trump's tax, tax returns has been the subject uh, since 2015. Trump's tax returns, Trump's tax returns. So they, they basically illegally released his taxes and as you can see there's no, nobody, nobody talking about it because it's, it's a gargantuan nothing burger yeah so and it's been interesting to watch the leftist media and uh the talking heads from the left try to try to spin this but we're on the gateway pundit biden tax returns disappear from campaign website for years hunter claimed he lived at joe's delaware home Tucker Carlson reported Monday night that tax returns for the years 2016 through 2018 have disappeared from Joe Biden's campaign's campaign website's financial disclosure page at JoeBiden.com. Those years cover the same time frame that First Son Hunter claimed on a background check report to allegedly have paid nearly $50,000 per month rent to stay at Father Joe's Wilmington, Delaware home where illicit classified documents were found in December of 2022 and last week. <clears throat> Here's the thing, dude. Does anybody... For one second, think that he paid this dude any money to stay in that home. There's no, no way. No. So what's going on here? Fifty thousand a month, six hundred thousand a year. That's a. Uh, 50. I was going to say you got to be smoking crap, but he was. <laughs> <laughs> Scroll down a little bit. <laughs> The link for Joe Biden's tax returns for 2019 for federal, Delaware, and Virginia is still active. All the others redirect to a Democrat donation page. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? Joe Biden and Kamala Harris proudly displayed their tax filings on the JoeBiden.com webpage. Links to their tax filings were posted on the JoeBiden.com financial disclosure webpage in July of 2019. The original list of tax filings includes filings from 16, 17, and 2018. In January of 2022, the JoeBiden.com financial disclosure webpage included the additional filings from 2019 and Senator Harris's forms from 2019. Keep going. The JoeBiden.com financial disclosure webpage still had these tax documents displayed publicly on July 17, 2022. Screenshot of that. But on July 18, 2022, the JoeBiden.com financial disclosure 
and tax returns page was altered. Starting on July 18th of 2022, the JoeBiden.com webpage linked to a donation, pardon me, a donation page. How flagrant is that? Yeah. So the huh. whole the whole time, it's, it's the same with everything. Like they're always accusing everybody else of what they do exactly. And again, this is not news to me whatsoever at all. This is I'm just surprised that that more hasn't come out by this point. And it will. Like there's which I probably like I said last week, I said they'd find more and they did. Yeah. So and by this time next week they'll have found more documents. I guarantee it. And there's no telling where. Uh Babylon B did a real good one. They did a colonoscopy and they found some in his uh, <laughs> yeah it's pretty good they're sharp oh, yeah that's why they got banned from twitter yeah i think that well they're back now. yeah i know they're back they said now. trump's gonna come back to twitter like that was today really yeah he's gonna, after he's vowed not to i don't know i don't know man his, 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 he had like a jump in favorability over the last few days really He's been talking, well, uh, talking about exactly this, like the Chinese corruption and basically what his term, words, not mine, protect the, the, the jewels from the Chinese, like land grabs, uh, policy influence, buying off politicians, which I don't know how you'd ever beat that. But, well, I do, but it's not nice to talk like that. Helicopters will show up. But uh, the... Uh, yeah, so like people, and that's one of the things that I think that, that Trump should more so stick to. Um, policy, dude, like hit hard on policy because he had, a, a, I thought, a really, comparatively speaking, a good track record of having policy success, and that's where he should fixate his energy and that more of that, less of the dialogue he had about the Roe v. Wade stuff a few weeks ago which I know what he was trying to say with that. It, it, it came off objectionable to me, but I think that he needs to dude. if you, if you want to win, which another thing though, too, man, and I'm, I'm sorry, but man, until they clean up voter rolls, the possibility of even DeSantis or Trump winning, if DeSantis even does run personally, currently, I think that that's, that's not, you're going to have to win by margins. Unbefore seen right now, like I don't. Yeah, we know that from the last yeah. election. Absolutely. So, um, and that's the thing, man. Trump's not talking about cleaning voter rolls, man. Nobody is. Yeah. And that, well, you I, think they're I, aware of like you think Trump's aware of absolutely. it? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, because people that are talking about it have had direct uh, dialogue with him and many others. Carrie Lake wasn't. I mean, Carrie Lake has talked about it somewhat, but they did nothing to actually do it. And she was very, very aware, and she talks about it. But what are you doing? And said, so, "Dude, the stuff that went on in Arizona is absolutely horrific." And so now that uh, that dingbat that uh, that uh, supposedly won there, uh, Katie Hobbs, who's a the, the, again same as Joe Biden, like you never even campaigned. All the Democrat strategists, all the Democrat pundits, they were attacking her for not campaigning because they knew it was impossible for her to win. Carrie Lake was ridiculously popular. We know this. We've talked about it. We're beating a dead horse here. That needs to be remedied post-haste or, or we're peeing in the wind here. Yeah, so what's going on about that in Arizona? What's going on about that stolen election? So uh, Anything happening? They, they appealed that prior decision that the – the new judge that's taking that on is expediting it to, I think, early next month. So we'll, we'll see. I'm, I, I'm pessimistic about all that. So same thing happened during the presidential election. Nothing. 
you're, she's getting more traction legally there than we ever did for the 2020 election nationally, which nothing, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, nothing's ever going to come of that. Like, and, and proof positive of that as far as like, you know, oh, Trump will be reinstated. I mean, we all knew that would never happen, but here's the thing. Because they never came that far. And the Democrats have not worked tirelessly to be able to exploit the system to the extent that they do to ever give that up without a, I mean, a, a nasty fight and whatever that entails, I don't know. But legally, that's the thing, man. Like, the, the people that are involved in lawfare are snakes pretty much through and through anyways. Where's the honest good attorney? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Where are they at? Do you know any? In the ground. Yeah, so here's the thing. Uh, from a legal standpoint, it, I mean, and I've said before, that's how that's how that fight will be fought, and I'm just pessimistic at the moment. Yeah, but it's uh, and, and I've I've said it before too, man. Like on an individual basis, the things that people could do to remove money, and this is a big component, in my opinion, from the people that finance these rotten pieces of garbage. Facebook, TikTok, uh, you you name it, all of big tech. And while we're talking about, I mentioned big tech, like that was a big thing this week with the Steven Crowder guy. Everybody's talking about Steven Crowder and this video he made accusing, which he doesn't say the Daily Wire by name, but that's, actually, that's who he's talking about. The Daily Wire offered a rebuttal. And so talking about the involvement of uh, big tech, like he calls it big con, like big conservative, big con, you know, the double meaning. Yeah. But um, that they're promoting cancellation by the way they write their contracts, which Mark Dice, who listeners know I like immensely on YouTube. And if if anybody wants to to get a, a really thorough, comprehensive breakdown and a clear picture of what this whole fight's about, watch his video about it. It's really good. But, um, and there is some validity to some of the things that, that Crowder was saying. And overall, I I think that Steven Crowder is good. I've watched him for a long time. When he first came around, he made a really, it's silly, but he made a a rap song about Obama's uh, Nobel Peace Prize. It was really good. And uh, I sing it to this day. But uh, he's a really clever guy. He's very smart. But, man, those guys... Those are all big money people. And that's one of the things that he was talking about is when people get those money, get those contracts, it it starts to alter the things that they say to play safe. And, dude, that's one of the benefits that I think that we've obviously offered here is outside of the uh, my inability to uh, saturate our show with my penchant for profanity. (laughs) I can say anything else I want to say. (laughs) No. uh, But... Mark Dice shows through the tax filings, through the publicly available records, how much money Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire spends advertising with Facebook. Yeah, I saw that that's, today. That, that's a problem, dude. That's a humongous problem. But here's the thing. And they said that's why Ben Shapiro is the most liked guy or whatever on mm-hmm. Facebook, too, because he spends $145,000 a month on mm-hmm. Facebook promoting wow. himself on that. What, what's, what's $145,000 a month. What's the guy's name on YouTube? Mark, Mark Dice. Mark Dice. So, um, D-I-C-E. The thing is, man, is would he be doing that if the bulk of conservatives were not on Facebook? Would he be spending that money? No, he wouldn't. And so no. that's my point. Yeah. Uh, you can't frequent the platforms that, that 
because remember, dude, they, they couldn't have done what they did with the voter rolls and had those. You have to pay people to work. The people aren't going to do what they did to have been caught doing with voter rolls and everything else that, that we saw for free. What did we see the people in 2000 Mules doing? They were doing that for money. Yeah. Who, who, like, there's there's no people that are ideal. I'm sorry, I take that back. There are people that will do that on ideology alone, but there's not that many. Because, number one, they, they know that there can be potential legal repercussions. But, see, I think there's provisional protection, too, when that much money, and they know that when they're getting paid that way, that there's so much money flowing in. It's Democrat-controlled, rhino-controlled. They're, they're safe. They're getting paid, they're, and they're reinforced. Look at what happened with Ruby Freeman. She just got some kind of presidential award from Joe Biden. Yeah, and think about like that type of person, like in in um, the mules. Uh, like if I, the people that I hang around, associate myself with, and things like that. If I were to say, "Hey, man, I, you know, I need you to do something. I need a favor or something," they're not going to say, "Okay, for some money, I ain't doing it free." I need your help with something. And then think about that type of person that's in 2000 mules doing that stuff. That's a type of person that always has to get something, you know, something for me. It's all about me. It's gotta be something for me, no matter what it is. Even, you know, does even, that make sense? Absolutely. It makes sense. But think about the recipient of that behavior. They also need something for them too. I E Joe Biden. Yeah. Hunter Biden. I know who's behind all of it. Yeah, and the Democrat Party and the who's who in the Democrat Party that helped finance this, dude, Stacey Abrams, and the the multiple channels between, and that's one of the things that they're talking about these NGOs that that were, the money was coming from, and that, and I'm just now thinking about it out loud. I, to my knowledge, a lot of that from 2000 Mules that was promised to be exposed, I've yet to see. I don't know why, but dude, the corruption is rampant. It's just absolutely rampant. And so, and, and, and there's no telling what we are not aware of. I'll, I'll, I'll say, like, my pessimism is rooted in people's, and you've talked about it ad nauseum on here for the, the two years we've been doing this, but I think that my pessimism, my pessimistic outlook is in direct relation to my observation that people are too intellectually lazy, dishonest, complacent, and like lazy is the best word to, to stop doing the things that they know are detrimental. And I think there's a mentality that, you know, if, if nobody else is going to do it, then I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do it either. They don't want to stand out. Yeah. They're afraid. Well, well I don't even know that is that I think that, Oh, well, it's useless if nobody else is going to do it. But like, that's, yeah. that's, that doesn't work. And that's the thing too, man. Like you, the opposite could be, you know, you could spin that on his head. Like, well, if everybody else is jumping on the cliff, I will too. I mean, you can look at it in a multitude of ways, but, um, all of big tech, dude, is, is is bad. And but when the kind of key point I was trying to make is when you turn around and see that a lot of these people that are talking rhetoric that sounds at least somewhat similar to ours, man, they're they're benefiting and doing business with those same outfits that they know are curtailing free speech and attacking constitutional rights in our country. Why? They're just doing it under the table. Yeah. Well, they're not or just, trying no, to. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not really doing it. Under, I mean. Yes and no. I mean, it's they pretty, want to do it without the public's knowledge. Absolutely. Yeah. Please, so that's sure. under the table. Yeah, that's fair. Like, they're not broadcasting it. They're not yeah. transparent. Yeah, that's true. I mean, absolutely. Which, but the thing is, though, too, man, you would think like the the people that are on Facebook would realize, like, hey, man, the why are you advertising on here? You know what I mean? But and I've said this before, and I'll say it, say it again, and I'll continue to say it, man. The Dave Rubin guy, anybody that has even a loose affiliation with that guy, man, I'm I'm soured on just because that it's kind of the same phenomenon. 
and I don't know how much we've even talked about it on here, dude, but the, 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 and, and Mark Dice talks about this too, which is nothing new. I mean, I've thought this for a long time, but the, the consistent slow march to the left, and that's what they do. So when you keep making these uh, concessions, so like, oh, well, we, we need gay people in the fold because we need more votes. That, number one, if all the gay people in the country voted Republican, it's not enough to surmount the amount of fraud that's going on. That's number one, not even remotely close. Number two, there has to be a moral standard of some sort somewhere that you keep moving the goalpost. We're, we're eventually going to be... It, so, said another way, if it continues on its current trajectory and in due time, the right will be where the left is now. Yeah. Because you will, you will sympathize and tolerate... And where will the left be? Oh, it, it'd be pandemonium. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, if you, if you continue to, you'll you'll sympathize at the point that you're you're where they're at now, then you're okay with grooming kids. That's because this is what happened when you go back. If you were to hit the rewind button, you would watch the whole thing shift back to the right, or I'm sorry, in the opposite direction. Yeah. I'm I'm lost here. North, south, east. I don't know. Anyway, you would watch it shift back across the entire spectrum to where it was. If you go back 15, 20 years, and we've talked about it in a variety of ways, not direct like this, but. That's what they've done, man. Like, I th- and remember the Dave Ruby guy. I'm picking on him, whatever, dude. If you you're making a test tube, baby, with another guy, and so the Jordan Peterson dude that's supposed to be this big intellectual dude, he's sitting down having an interview with this guy, like talking about gay fatherhood. Gay fatherhood's not a real th- what? What? How's that even work? Like, he's if, a fan. If you're, if that's you're, how it works. If you're born gay, you would have never because there, there's homosexual or bisexual, whatever you would call it, that that had a kid and then decided they were gay or lesbian or whatever. But these two guys don't have that. Like, you bought a fetus, and I mean, he was really adamant about the mixing of the semen. I mean, he was real happy about the sperm. I remember that because we covered it. You spun it up in a test tube. And now you're going to have a kid and they're calling you a gay father. That's, this is weird. Like, how, and that, so is the Daily Wire is a conservative outfit because Dave Rubin is part of it. Everybody, Michael Knowles, even Stephen Crowder, unbeknownst to me <laughs> until recently, was, is, is cool with the Dave Rubin guy. And I'm not saying you should like hate the guy. Like, and that's oh hate. Dude, this is freaking weird. This is, by any standard, this is weird. That's very abnormal. It's completely unnatural. Where does it end? Because I remember when people were like, oh, if you allow gay marriage, you'll be able to marry your dog. I think, I think we had a story on that. We, I didn't put it on the list. But, dude, you, and you, you see, like, the, the pup play guy. Are you falling asleep? You going to make it? So, Reverso distracted me with that. But his, his uh, are you, anyway. Anyway. Oh. Where does it end is all, is all I'm saying. So, I don't even know how that tirade began. BBB Dazzle's fault. What's your input? Give it to me. I'm, I'm with you the same way. Where does it end? <clears throat> How bad is this going to get before something does change or before it starts making that shift back? It's not going back. Yeah. Oh, you don't think it's ever going to go? As far as, as far as the acceptance of this weird stuff? Yeah. Mm-mm, I, don't, I don't think so either. And I read something about it earlier this week as well. Uh, about it's it's not going back to normal. It's wow, not. It's going to progressively get worse. I was kind of hoping that things would kind of you know, no, shift no, back the, a little bit. That that Pandora's box has already been opened. And when you think about this particular situation that I'm talking about right now, that got, so they're they're creating, so they're they're piecemealing together a life which is so weird and unethical to me. The way they're doing this, like so, and and he explained it. 
they're using sperm from each one. I don't know if they're making twins or something. I think they are. I think they're making like it's the weirdest thing to me, dude. So anyway, they they they'll have kids like and the that's not going away. Like and more people are going to take and that's the problem with this. More people that that are in that situation are going to take that guy's lead. And when you look at the statistics on homosexual relationships and and how they don't last, yeah, this is, it's just weird, man. It's just it's and it's okay for me to say that. Like, it's am I the only one that, that's weirded out by this? Absolutely not. <laughs> what kind it, of broken home is that going to be? That's what I'm saying. You know, mm, yeah, for sure. And so, and not only that, like the public. The publicity of it all, like yeah. the the effect that that would have on these children, like, dude, it's a complete disservice to everybody involved for you to do this. It's a terrible decision, but it's being bolstered by quote unquote conservatives. It doesn't make any sense. Like that, there has to be an ethical and moral standard that absolutely is fitted. I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. And it's not that I'm holier than thou and preaching down, but dude, this is this is objectively weird. This is very weird. And you guys, they've sanctioned it, and then now they've promoted it. It's just really weird to me, dude. And it's not right. Yeah. Get that get that out of here. Yeah, so, really. Um, what is this? Where are we at now? Well, we, are, we were on track. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's our anniversary. We've been together. We don't even have any dessert out here. It's not an anniversary. Look, does it count that I thought about getting a snack tray? No, but then I, because you thought about it. You didn't follow through. Yeah, but then everybody would be eating into the microphone. No, we would have ate it in the hour and a half it takes to prepare everything. This is the wrong. Okay, this is the wrong. This is the wrong notes. Who has been messing with my notes? Uh, you get all excited and start flipping pages and waving it in the air and everything. Don't even realize it. Oh, this is the difference between Trump and the media between Trump and Biden on their uh, on their uh, classified documents. So let's give this a listen top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago. What did you think to yourself? How that could possibly happen. How one, anyone could be that irresponsible. It's a beautiful day here in Southern California and made only more beautiful by the hammer of justice pounding down on our pumpkin spice ex-president. The fact that he had those documents in his possession is uh, offense enough. Uh, subject to perhaps uh, criminal prosecution. What laws does the FBI suspect the former president has broken? No man is above the law. Anybody else would have been in jail for doing that. It's just that simple. Yeah, no one is above the law, not even a president or a former president of the United States. Flat-out obstruction of justice. They basically are informing the Trump folks you've already committed a crime. Totally irresponsible. We're going to start with President Biden's lawyers finding a small number of classified documents during his time as vice president in his former private office. Joe Biden left a handful of classified documents from when he was vice president in his private office. If you listen to Republicans or conservative media, they want you to believe it's on par with Donald Trump carting off boxes of classified documents. Now, Republicans have seized on the revelations, but to be clear, there are distinctions between what we know about this and Donald Trump's hoarding of secret records at Mar-a-Lago. Obviously, vast differences there. There are key differences. There's a big difference here. There are many differences. One of the things is not like the other. Are we right to draw a very, very broad distinction between what is happening in the Biden case and what happened in the Trump case? Totally irresponsible. Breitbart compiled that, by the way. And it's, it, and 
notice how hard they're trying to coerce our viewers. The Republicans want you to believe. Why yeah. can't you just report the news and be objective? You can never do that because you're paid shills. They must make a lot of money doing that. Oh, absolutely, dude. There's CIA involvement in it, too. Like, there's conditioning of the populace. All that's, you know, all that's well-documented if you look for it. Uh, we're not quite ready to get off Joe Biden just quite yet. And we're back on Breitbart. Uh, Joe Biden, quote, no basis for racist car insurance rate other than that you are black and I'm white. You ain't black. President Joe Biden used a speech honoring Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on Monday to stoke racial division, accusing car insurance companies of being racist for charging different rates based on location. Quote, If you live in one of those neighborhoods and you have the same exact car I have in the other neighborhood, I wonder if they store documents beside it. Is that a factor on the insurance rate? You pay more for... I'm sorry, top secret documents. Get that out of here! <laughs> you pay more for your for your insurance than that side, Biden said sternly. No basis for it. Not at all, other than you're black and I'm white. The president spoke about race. You know, there, there was a thing, uh, I think it was uh, it was in New Jersey. I know it was in New Jersey. So they did a study because they were saying that the state highway patrol was racist because they were pulling over, they were ticketing more black drivers. So they paid for a study and... Uh, Black drivers are driving at higher rates of speed collectively. So that was the reasoning for that. Rejected! Um, you know what I mean? Like, sorry, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Facts speak for themselves. Look, man. That, and that was there at that time. I, maybe that's still true. Don't know. But the insurance companies do. and, and Yeah. Because they're all about the bottom line. Do you think that the... So what he's insinuating... Uh, and BB has worked with car insurance companies for a long time. Do you think that they sit around and, hey, I got an idea. <laughs> Let's charge black people more. What? No. <laughs> I mean, do you think that's, I mean, this is what he's saying? That makes zero sense. <laughs> do, it, do it again. <laughs> Let's charge black people more. Like, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever, dude. Oh. Anyway. <clears throat> The president spoke about a race at a breakfast about, not a race, I'm sorry. The president spoke about race at a breakfast to celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day hosted by Al Sharpton's National Action Network at the Mayflower Hotel in Washington, D.C. He also accused housing values of being racist, vowing to tackle the racial disparities that exist in the real estate market. That should be entertaining, and it will probably be just as successful as Pete Buttigieg, his transportation secretary, has been with fighting the racist roads. Which is why the FAA's website got shut down the other day, and, you know, he's the transportation secretary, dude, bro. Aren't you supposed to be over this? Oh, yeah, there was He a, happens to be gay, too. Uh, yeah, there hmm. was... You know what they said about that? What's that? The FFA, the FFA, <laughs> the FAA said a contractor unintentionally deleted computer files from a pilot alert system, leading to an outage that disrupted air traffic last week. I think they got hacked. Yeah. And it's directly it's probably China. And Pete Buttigieg is, or however you say it, Buttigieg is directly responsible. And, uh, and the other gay guy thing got fired for stealing the suitcases. What is it, man, with the diversity yeah. hires? I cannot wait till Richard Levine gets popped. 
Oh, man. It'd be great, won't it? What I'd really like to do is something extraordinary. Yes. Are you sure about that? You guys still... Anyway. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. So, starting over. He also accused housing values of being racist, vowing to tackle the racial disparities that exist in the real estate market, Biden said. You know, if you build in the last 25 years, if you build a housing development on one side of an, an interstate highway, racist, racist highway, and you built the same one on the opposite side, and one is predominantly black, and the other is predominantly white, guess what? The value of the exact same home built by the exact same builder is more valuable on the white side of the highway I'm sorry, on that side of the highway than the white side. That's a fact. Now, how white is the area that Joe Biden lives in? Well, his home's pretty valuable, so I'd say it's pretty white. Why does he live? Why? But I would say let's just do a study like the insurance companies did. Let the uh, National Association of Realtors or the appraisers study two different neighborhoods like that. And... It's explained in the formal appraisal why one is more valuable than the other. Crime. It could be crime. It could be condition of the home. It could be a lot of things. Because of all the Democrat policies. Yeah. He vowed to take, quote, meaningful, affirmative steps to overcome the patterns of segregation. I wonder what that looks like when he does that. Adding that a black family's home often appraised at a much lower value than the same home owned by white families. Hmm, interesting. I'm going to go over as well as so him going up the steps to Air Force One. The president spoke about cleaning up urban communities suffering from pollution and directing 40% of this of his infrastructure spending to disadvantaged communities so they would reap the benefits. Biden also boasted of increasing funding for historically black colleges and universities, pointing out that the students that were just as talented as the other students, better funded universities, the folks at HBCUs are as competent as anyone else. That's like the time he said that... Uh, <laughs> black kids were just uh, how did it go again uh, I you're poor kids are just I said, it was vehemently racist you know yeah. said, it'll lose me at the moment dude surprisingly <clears throat> but guess what they don't have the laboratories they don't have the funding Biden said the comment section is bound to be rich let's hit it let's see who wins the comment section we'll give it to the first 10 BB to Baz what do you think you gotta hit that blue button they changed it Wow, there's only 1,135 comments. They change it so you can see more ads? Uh, probably. Happy George Floyd Day. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, dude said, uh, Rear Admiral Buttigieg. Race, race, happy George Floyd Day. Remember when Biden said scumbag Floyd was more important than MLK? <laughs> Jordan, Jordan Men. Car insurance. Come again? What was that? Car insurance is racist. Is that why illegal aliens <laughs> never have any? Uh, <laughs> you never know. This old surfer guy. Question. You never know. I'm sorry. You know why you should never run over an illegal alien who's on a bicycle? Answer, it's probably your bicycle. <laughs> uh, all right, that's enough of that. Some people might frown on it. Mm. 
that one says Biden is living proof that being white doesn't make you bright. <laughs> and that leads us to Gateway Pundit's MLK Day flashback where Joe Biden calls young black man predators on our streets and warns about integration policies creating racial jungles. So this is your uh this is the uh the white savior here before he decided that he was gonna change his tune. We've covered this extensively. There's a video, though. Yeah. Go ahead and hit it. This ain't the first time we've watched this, but we're going to watch it again. If I'm a felon just coming home from a 20-year sentence because of Joe Biden and that bullshit bill that him, him and Hillary put forth. Another thing about how uh, perspectives change over time. Bobby Rush, member of Congress, said the other day, I'm ashamed that I voted for the 94 crime bill. You ashamed of that bill? Not at all. Um, and in fact, I drafted the bill, as you remember. I know that. Unless we do something about that cadre of young people, tens of thousands of them, born out of wedlock, without parents, without supervision, without any structure, without any conscience developing, because they literally, I yield myself three more minutes, because they literally have no... She's talking about being born out of wedlock and have no parents and have no conscience. Those things, are, those things are true to a large, significant degree. And what he's suggesting is because the government incentivized a single motherhood, that they absolutely yeah. did that. And what they want is the government to become the parent so there'll be dependents, and that's what they've done. And he is responsible for it and many others. But he had a, you heard him say it. He wrote the bill. You had an integral part in that in creating the dependency you wanted the complete and utter removal of independence for a reason so that you could exert control because he was a communist thug even back then, even though I don't know, I don't doubt there was near as much, actually, I guarantee there's not near as much Chinese influence there. It was just a power grab. They're sick. Like, and, and think, what is more perverse than that? To, to deprive people of their independence for them to become dependent on you, like. That's an evil. Absolutely it is, dude. He's a heinous, awful scum. And the thing is, he's not unique. I'd argue that the bulk of the people in Washington, D.C. and governments in totality is as bad as this guy to some... Well, it, there's various degrees. He is at the upper, upper echelons, but I just had to say that. Sorry for interjecting. We'll continue. Not been socialized. They literally have not had an opportunity. We should focus on them now. Not out of a liberal instinct for love, brother, and humanity, although I think that's a good instinct, but for simple, pragmatic reasons. If we don't, they will, or a portion of them will, become the predators 15 years from now. And Madam President, we have predators on our streets that society has, in fact, in part because of its neglect, created. Again, it does not mean because we created them that we somehow forgive them or do not take them out of society to protect my family and yours from them. They are beyond the pale, many of those people. Beyond the pale. And it's a sad commentary on society. We have no choice but to take them out of society. Mass incarceration has put hundreds of thousands behind bars for minor offenses. Joe Biden wrote those laws. Every major crime bill that's come out of this Congress has had the name Joe Biden, 
on that bill. We do everything but hang people for jaywalking in this bill. Joe Biden's policies destroyed millions of black lives. Joe Biden may not remember, but we do. He don't remember anything right now. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. You ain't black. When I marched in the civil rights movement, I marched with tens of thousands of others. He had not actually marched during the civil rights movement and kept telling the story anyway. I came out of the civil rights movement. I was one of those guys that sat in and marched and all that stuff. His aides went back to say, look, he was in office marching for the idea. That's not the word marching. (laughs) I was not out marching. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. They're gonna put you all back in chains. And you ain't black. Poor kids are just as bright and just as there tall as white kids. You ain't black. There you ain't is. black. You ain't black. You ain't black. <laughs> the most racist thing a person could tell me is that I'm supposed to choose something based on my race. You ain't black. <laughs> we have not played that one before, right? That's probably one of my favorite ones. Yeah, but think about it, dude. One. That guy's talking about pred- predators and this and criminality and everything else the whole time. His son skirted gun laws, dude. He he lied. Drug laws, yeah. gun yeah, he, laws, international yeah, crime yeah, bills. Absolutely, dude. Smoking crack the entire time, not cocaine. Crack. Yeah, like those poor kids smoke. <laughs> poor kids are just as smart as white kids. <laughs> I know. I mean, what a dumbass, dude. Like, there's no. Uh, Unedited. Oh, come on. That's, we can no, I'm talking about what I was about to say. Oh, oh, okay. Come on, man. You ain't black. I know. Yeah, so that, that I just thought that that would be a nice way to polish off the uh, MLK celebration. So we'll move on now. We're, we're switching gears. And this is, uh, this is one of my favorite things from this week, too, because this is uh, that Liana Wen, that uh, Chinese commie from uh, CNN that wanted uh, to take your kids away and lock you down and punish oh, yeah, people yeah, that yeah. didn't take the COVID vaccine. So then she, she came out against masks. Well, the headline on Gateway Pundit is it was all a lie. CNN political hack finally admits that the U.S. has been vastly overcounting COVID deaths and hospitalizations. So any of the holdouts that would not be listening to the show anyway, but still, you can use this in your arguments. Dr. Leanna Wen penned an op-ed in the Washington Post today where she argues the U.S. has been vastly overcounting COVID deaths and hospitalizations. We've been saying that since the beginning. And Dr. Leanna Wen also, and next she'll be admitting that the vaccine's harming people, which would be pretty, I mean, this is uh, pretty surprising of and in itself. Dr. Leanna Wen also went on, CNN and admitted that the U.S. government has been vastly overcounting COVID deaths and hospitalizations. So we'll go ahead and play it here. Super sleuth Leanna Wynn tells CNN we've been vastly overcounting COVID deaths. I hate her voice. Doctor, these are two separate things here, overcounting deaths and overcounting hospitalizations. As you know, I covered this closely being in the Trump White House when this happened. I talked to a lot of health officials about this who are actually kind of skeptical of this claim that you're making. And I think one big thing has been, what is the evidence that these COVID deaths are actually being overcounted? 
Well, this is the reason why this kind of transparent reporting is going to be so important. There is a way for us to look at death certificates and also to look at the medical records of individuals prior to their death. And I think this needs to be separated into three categories. One is the um, the COVID as a direct contributor, the primary cause of death. The second is, could it be a secondary contributing cause? So, for example, somebody with kidney disease, COVID then pushes them over the edge to have kidney failure. That's COVID as a contributing cause. And then the third is COVID as an incidental finding. So somebody coming in with a gunshot wound or a heart attack and they happen to test positive. I think that we need to separate out and look at the percentages of each. That percentage would have shifted over time as well. In the beginning, probably a lot more people were dying with the primary cause of COVID. That probably has shifted. And I think, again, we need to understand this. Another reason to understand this, too, is a lot of people are wondering when they should get a booster next. When do we need a second booster or another booster? And the only way we can for sure is to understand who is getting severely ill and when but doesn't that change who so what caused her change of heart and why weren't they doing that from the beginning well she hasn't had a complete change yet because she's still talking about boosters but uh, no telling i know one of the things was she did she had started to determine that it was unhealthy for her children to be wearing the mask psychologically and otherwise yeah i remember covering that so I, I i don't know don't care but like you can see the resistance of the people there that are that are the paid shills the propagandists that, that they don't want to accept what she's saying and so she had I, she's a, a medical analyst and if i'm not mistaken she was one of the, she either worked for the world health organization or the cdc i can't remember which and so when you see a tiny semblance of objectivity just a little bit finally from this woman on this this station on cnn she shows up dead <laughs> wouldn't surprise me but uh yeah they, you can see that they, yeah. they just wanted to argue. Oh, they don't like yeah. it. So moving on to the next one. The FAA has this is I'm gonna this is a substack, uh Steve Kirsch's uh substack. So I'm only gonna read a short little amount because it's kinda it's not too terribly long, but I've already read a lot and it looks to me like I'm putting everybody to sleep. May is this gas heat? We might be sucking fumes. No. We're all electric. We're I know. green. I know. We're solar. We're off the grid. Pennsylvania, Utah. The FAA has very quietly, tacitly admitted that the EKGs of pilots are no longer normal. We should be concerned, very concerned. After the vaccine rolled out, the FAA secretly widened the EKG parameter range for pilots so they wouldn't be grounded. It looks like the vax gave at least 50 million Americans heart damage. And so the big thing that's going on with the World Economic Forum in Davos this week, there was a a big push for the these really wealthy people. They were looking for non-vaccinated pilots. Really? Yes, that's a thing now. Oh, why? Why would they be doing that? Well, let's let's explain. I was tipped off about this story by Josh Yoder of the U.S. Freedom Flyers. Please consider making a donation to their website. Thanks. I irrelevant. That website is bcblpodcast.com. <laughs> yes. And so text, well, never mind. That's not going to be funny. That joke was going to bomb. I knew it. Moving on. Self-edit. Edit, right. my, edit myself, edit. Do a real edit on myself, edit. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Upload it. Done. People are demanding. Live stream. We could do that. When asked, if people want us to do a live stream, they have to email us and request a live stream. More than happy to do it myself. Live stream in the subject, please. Do they want us to live stream video? If anybody would like Ooh. a video show to... Oh. Who would you like to see the most? I'm going to guess it's Captain Reverso or BB Bedazzle. BB Bedazzle is probably the most manscaped person here. 
And you're the most... <laughs> Slash metrosexual. Stop torturing yourself, man! I'm the most what? Like, uh, jello... <laughs> Gelatinous? Person. Yeah, fluffy... Dude, that's... Okay. Person. <laughs> the thing... Fluffy... <laughs> <laughs> It's not even. Yeah. I, I weigh. I weigh the least of anyone here. Like if. Like what yeah, Mister Cookie Dough Milkshake. Um, yeah. So. Mm. When asked about the change, the FAA couldn't justify it. Fact checkers aren't going to touch this story. Oh, okay. It was on Tucker Carlson. Well, can you can you close that? Push continue reading. I'm sorry. For what I'm about to say, hopefully this doesn't need to be pulled out. The way me too, or else it won't upload tonight. The way that you click on the mouse, I'm surprised if your wife has ever had an orgasm. <laughs> you do not have control of the mouse. You you got to up your game. That's okay. That's not bad. It's okay. It's right. You don't have to edit that. No, you ain't gonna. Can, can we leave it up to BB Bedazzle? You don't have to edit that. I've been thinking it for a year. It's our two-year anniversary. Come on. For my Christmas present you didn't give me. Get that out of here! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We read the headline. Look, they widened the parameters of the EKGs so that people could, could would not be grounded. There's a problem. Do you think that's what happened to the plane that killed all the passengers and everything out on Nepal this week? It uh, dove into a cliff. Into a ravine. Can you pause that for a second? <laughs> okay, right. we're back. We we're had back. to take a temporary break for an extremely inappropriate joke that I could not contain. So, yes. Anyway. So that was an edit. That was a live edit. Yeah, there you go. I completely unedited then. If you would like to know what the joke was, just send us an email. <laughs> Info at bcblpodcast.com. <laughs> a lot of people like that guy, so... Mm, yeah, they did. Well, here's the He's thing. not around anymore, but they did. If we had... That's the thing, dude. We could have a Patreon for stuff like that that didn't get cut out. It's comedy gold. Yeah. I... for your jokes. You would, you would have laughed. I did laugh. That's oh, what I'm saying. Did. Yeah. I know. Yeah, if you would have heard that, if you were paying $5 a month and you heard that, it would have been... That was a $5 joke. Yeah. Wonder if it's not worth it though. Wonder if I paid. Five then you just wait till next month. Have I ever disappointed? Can I, can I get my money back? Have I ever disappointed? I want my five bucks. Back. You're getting a you're getting a five dollar laugh guarantee in a month. Oh, I got that covered ten times over, dude. <coughs> so it's okay, like, fifty bucks so, a month. So it's just five bucks <coughs> a month, and not five bucks per joke. Correct. Okay. All right. It needs to be five more than five bucks a month. It's a value, dude. $5 a month won't keep the heat on in it's this hypo- sucker. It's hypothetical. <laughs> There's heat in here? <laughs> Inflation, six ninety nine. Yeah. There's heat in here. <laughs> Remember that, that fancy hamburger they had at Hardee's? It was like the $6 burger. Yeah, which is like that half would price be, now. No, double. It'd be like 12 bucks now. Yeah. Is it really? I don't know. It has to be. I don't know. And now they're talking. Dude, one of the bad things is, the, the synthetic meat and the bug meat, like that's gaining traction. They're going to force that on us. Uh, Bill Gates is all over it. Yeah. Yeah. That's you're, you're, it's, it's unavoidable. It's coming. Why are you looking like that? You will eat it. You ain't going to have a choice. Yeah. No, nah, he's going to eat bacon before that. Reverso grew two corn stalks and they got blew over in the wind. That, that was his, the extent of his farming. Isn't that right? 
<laughs> that was your wife that her shit got blown over. No, it's not. It was. The whole. You're telling me that you did. I've never. We've never had corn at my house. That's what you. That's not what you said this spring. Yeah. Are you? High? He was talking no. about shucking all that corn. I don't know if that was like a metaphor or what. We have never had corn at our house. Never grew well, corn because it got blown over. Your corn got blown over. No, it just didn't grow right. <laughs> what was it crooked like go up and hang a ride or something <laughs> what kind, uh, what what kind of was it just like the dirt in your backyard just was it blue dirt? did you cultivate the dirt yeah did, did you till it yeah with what a trowel a tiller <laughs> where'd, a tiller? You, where'd you get it <laughs> running one from home depot <laughs> <laughs> they don't have home depot in pennsylvania if anybody would like Reverso to write a book, Farming Secrets with Kevin Reverso. Shoot him an email. Does yeah. he have his own email? He will by the time the same. <laughs> Reverso <Nah>. at bcblpodcast.com. <laughs> we're, 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 we're a little bit more well-versed at hide-and-go-seek. <laughs> What's so funny? Go ahead and say it. B.B. <laughs> Dazzle's got something, but he's, he's withholding. Right. World champs two years running. Listen, here's the thing. We're back, and we're on the Daily Signal. Not, not the Daily Wire. <laughs> not just misinformation. In emails to White House, Facebook admits suppressing, quote, often true content on COVID-19 vaccines. Just another reason to be off this uh, bag website. This big con. Facebook told an official at the Biden White House that the big tech company not only suppressed mis... Goodness gracious, the mics picked that up. Was it... Think that's our friendly neighbor, or our podcast competitor down the road? Maybe I think sounded pretty good. Uh, then that wasn't him. Facebook told an official at the Biden White House that the big tech company not only suppressed misinformation but took action against the virality of quote often true content regarding the COVID nineteen vaccines. Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey released the documents earlier this week. Bailey obtained them through a court ca- court case, Missouri versus Biden, alleging that some of B- President Joe Biden's top officials colluded with big tech social media companies to violate Americans' right to free speech under the First Amendment. I want to protect Missourians and the freedoms they enjoy, which is why, as Attorney General, I will always defend the Constitution, Bailey told the Daily Signal in an email Thursday. This case is about the Biden administration's blatant disregard for the First Amendment and its collusion with big tech social media companies to suppress speech it disagrees with. In an email to the White House dated March 21st, 2021, a Facebook staff member discussed, quote, levers for tackling vaccine hesitancy content with Andrew Slavitt, then a senior advisor on Biden's COVID-19 response team, and Rob Flaherty, White House Director of Digital Strategy, quote, you also asked us about our levers for reducing virality of vaccine hesitancy content, wrote the Facebook staffer, whose identity was redacted. As you know, in addition to removing vaccine misinformation, we have been focused on reducing the virality of content discouraging vaccines that did not contain actionable information. This is often true content, which we allow at the post level because it is important for people to be able to discuss both their personal experiences and concerns about the vaccine, but it can be framed as sensation, alarmist, or shocking. We'll remove these groups, pages, and accounts when they are disproportionately promoting the sensationalized content the Facebook staffer added. He or she is then promised more on this front as we proceed to implement. In this email to the White House, the Facebook representative admitted to preventing exposure of content that doesn't violate Facebook's policies, content that isn't, quote, actionable. 
The staffer also suggested that the White House had asked Facebook to take these measures. <clears throat> and that's, to reiterate, this is, I said this from the very beginning, and, and it was a, a and actually not an argument, but a debate with my brother that because he had taken this vaccine and was asking why I wasn't going to do it and, and had kind of scoffed and indicated that he thought it was unintelligent that I wasn't going to do it. I was like, dude, why did you, why did you do it? Because I trust my doctor and, and me and my wife have done the research. My wife's an RN, yada, yada, yada. Um, and my counter argument was they're suppressing all of the information. Like where, where is there publicly available information that your doctor can glean this from besides what they're being told from the CDC that, that is obviously disingenuous. And we even knew that at the time. Where Where is the, an honest faction of people with legitimate medical experience that are being objective? It didn't exist. And here's proof that I was right. Told you so. Mm. So what's he say about it now? He's against it. Really? Change of heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, he's he already got it, right? He got the first two, which is, what I think, what you got, right? No boosters? The same. Which, uh, the good thing is, I think the boosters are, are, from what I can ascertain, the most detrimental ones. So. Yeah, my brother's freaked out about it now, too, because he got one of the two. Like, he didn't go back for the second actual vaccine dude i remember people were like all like stepping over each other to get the thing ah yeah that's what happens when you when you put the fear in somebody man you got people running around scared nah, that's man. what they want that's what they, they want to keep people scared and fearful look this is the predecessor to our signature segment and this is this week and take that bs elsewhere Oh, yes. You almost had me hitting the wrong buttons then. Oh, no, we're not ready for that. This is the hockey player that did not participate. The hockey? Hockey. Okay. Hockey. Yeah, that's what you said, hockey. 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 There you go. Hockey. We need some Happy Gilmore on there. You eat pieces for breakfast? That'd be good. <laughs> I love Happy Gilmore. It's one of the best movies ever. <clears throat> So we're back on Breitbart. I don't know why we're so Breitbart heavy this evening. Shameful. Flyers Ivan Provorov called a, quote, homophobe for refusing to wear Pride Night jersey. This is beautiful. And this is what I was saying before, dude, about, like, the the whole Dave Rubin stuff, man. Like, this, this, this is, it's all a package. You can't start, you can't unpackage it and take out single pieces. It's a whole nasty matrix of this nonsense. Does that make sense? Yes. Did I say that right, BB? Yeah. So, Philadelphia Philadelphia Flyers defenseman Ivan Provorov is being assailed as a, quote, homophobe for refusing to wear a jersey for the team's gay pride event. The 26-year-old hockey pro skipped warm-ups before Tuesday's night's game because he refused to wear the gay pride jerseys the team sponsored for its gay pride night game. Why is this a thing? He cited his Russian Orthodox religion as his reason for skipping the team's... Say that word. Obeisance to the LGBTQ agenda. 
<clears throat> quote, I respect everybody and I respect her. Well, actually, you know what? We're going to let him say it because this is, this is good. So go ahead and just play the clip. Everybody, and I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. That's all I'm going to say. Any, uh, like I said, that's all I'm going to comment on that. Um, if you have any hockey questions, I would like, I would answer those. Just, uh, can you just clarify what religion? Can you clarify your religion? religion? Russian Orthodox. So with the game tonight, Ivan, um, obviously Kevin Hughes had a hat trick and uh, Erasmus's first goal of the season. Can you walk us through so the emotion of the team? And so the other guy was, well, oh, clarify. He said he doesn't want to talk about it. But, dude, they want to beat this. And this is exactly why they do things like a gay pride night to test who's going to be a, have allegiance and fall for this and stick to this idiotic narrative that this should even be a thing. And so I think one of the better things that he said is, do you have a question about hockey? I'll answer that. Or, are we not here to play hockey? Are we here to do act like the place is a freaking gay bar, right? Mm -hmm. And so, dude, and that's the thing. Oh, He's a homophobe because so here uh, Pierre Lebron on, on Twitter, but Provorov obviously does not respect quote everyone. If he did respect everyone, he would have taken part in the warm up and worn the Pride Night jersey. Don't hide behind religion. No, no, because how does that guy respect everyone and is going to disrespect his Russian Orthodox religion? That's not how it works. I agree, and but that's the thing though, and it's like everything inside again the matrix that I just described is that. It, 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 so, it, it, they want a glorification, that, but now it's de they, they demand it. You have to do it. And what this guy put on the line, because who knows what would have happened to him, six-year contract salary for $45,825,000. He gets $6,750,000 a year to play hockey. That's what he put on the line. And he didn't. He didn't go out there. Yeah. Because they only had to wear the jersey for the warm up, and he yeah. did not go out there. And which I guarantee you, that guy has more, far more support than detractors. This is they're loud and angry. And oh yes. Petulant because people. I sent in what the public thinks about it. Mm -hmm. Within like two hours of this happening, his jerseys were sold out everywhere. Awesome. And, and which that. That's kind of one of, the, and, and I want to go back to something that that. Uh, BB said is that how far is this going to go? And maybe I'm a little bit wrong only because like the media creates the perception that this is far more popular than it really is. This stuff is not popular. No, it's not popular. Grooming kids isn't popular. Gay night really is not nearly as popular as they want you to believe, but here's the problem. The threat of what they're, they attempted to just do to this guy is what keeps people silent and, and, and in line. And so again, that's not, Nobody, they, they try to refer to, to coercion and browbeating as tolerance. Everybody, the, the, the majority finds this detestable and objectionable, but they've been browbeat into silence. So, um, the, good on him for standing up, which, dude, it really shouldn't even be a thing to celebrate. Like, it should, leave me alone. Why, Take that nonsense out of here. Why does it deserve recognition or celebration? It doesn't. Exactly. And, and the, well, and it's like a lot of different things, man, <coughs> because they know everybody in their heart of hearts, dude, at their core knows this is abnormal behavior. That's what, and, and again, man, like, no, dude, if you're a homosexual, I don't care. Leave His coach me backed him up, too. 
good, but just leave me alone about it, man. Get out of here. Go away. Beat feet, man. Cut a trail, dude. See ya. There's one more on this. Uh, I see Reverso keep looking at that bacon on no, the screen. just looking at all these comments. <laughs> Ripping yeah, this dude up. There's actually some in his defense at the bottom. Yeah. But uh, hit the uh, hit the comments on this one. I think they're good, too. And that's the thing, too, man. Like, they don't have, like, a, 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 a Christian night. You know what I mean? And nobody complains about it. Like, you don't, yeah, like I know. why is it just a gay night? Why this is just it's very odd. The same thing like I said before. This is just weird. I know. Like this weird, sick, forced allegiance to this movement that's completely political, anyways. LGBTQ plus or Christophobes. Yeah, and then some people were talking about how he wore uh the special jersey to uh celebrate like the military. Yeah. And they were saying, oh, you wore that. Why couldn't you wear this? And like, well, that's completely different. Completely different. Because he had allegiance to that. He doesn't have allegiance to you, and he doesn't yeah. have to. Exactly. And so all these people are saying that they, they should pull him, or not all these people, a few squeaky wheels that, that are uh, ideologically married to this nonsense were saying that he, sh- he should be canceled. But, man, I, I think that that whole cancel phenomenon is coming to an end. Go ahead, read it. What is it? <laughs> they need to realize that wieners and... But Adjust the mic there. Adjust the mic. Sorry. They need to realize that wieners and butts don't make babies. Got it? Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's one more on this. Hit the next one. I thought there was anyway. I don't. I messed. I missed it. That's okay. Because there are some other, there are some else that happened with it, but I digress. Which means it's time for uh, a small break from our sponsor, Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. Wait, before we do that, it is time for you to like, subscribe, and most importantly, please share. Leave us a rating, five stars, twice. Yes, uh, use your wife's phone. Or if you're a female, use your husband's phone, nephew, cousin, uncle, kids. If your uncle's drunk, you're drunkle. I ripped that off a friend of mine. I always thought it was funny. Anyway, uh, find us on the web at uh, bcblpodcast.com. Email us info at bcblpodcast.com. And we are on True Social at uh, Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast. That's it. Yes. Way to pull that out of your hat. Uh, so that brings us to our signature segment. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for this week in idiot cross-dressing, confused moron, pervert, Democrat, nutjob, wackos. That's right, I'm still having to read it off the sign. He's a fag. Yeah, so Project Veritas is back at it again, and uh, this video speaks for itself. So <laughs> this is a uh, – there's two of these videos because there's a follow-up, and I think there's a third one from today, but it didn't release to my email yet, so it's not on here. It's going to be good, too. What's the timestamp on that? Can you tell from there? Is it three minutes or is it six minutes? 
We might have to cut it short. 802. 802. Um, so we'll, we'll adjust that there and, uh, yeah, start from here. Here we go. Is already gone, so what are you gonna do? So, do you teach in schools now? I do, I still do, which is insane, right? Which is still insane. James O'Keefe here in Fulton County, Georgia. Quentin Bostick, who holds a PhD from Georgia State, is a former literacy educator who had his teaching license revoked around 2017. Quentin now works as a project manager for the teaching lab with a $15 million budget dedicated to creating more equitable curriculums. Bostic is now on his own selling curriculums he created to the state of Georgia. He admitted to having multiple private companies where he profits off the curriculums that he sells. And it's amazing how you've gotten schools to purchase a curriculum. And they don't sell upon them. I always have a good sales name, but I'm also an evil salesman. Like, so bad. So the, the public schools have the state funding, right? I guess. So the state is basically paying for your curriculum without knowing what's in it. How many schools in Georgia have your curriculum? Two. Two districts, actually. Two so districts? Two counties, um, and then five counties. You make that profit, right? Yeah. Not oh, yeah. Bad. Good. Mm-hmm. The, the state pays for that. Correct. Yeah. They do. The state pays for it. The state pays for your stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't know critical race theory is in it. Right, of course. They don't know. They don't know. I mean, so basically, it goes right into the account. And your account. Mm-hmm. Not teaching habits. Nope, my account. The problem with this is that Bostick admits his curriculum is rooted in CRT, also known as critical race theory, which happens to be illegal to teach in the state of Georgia. Bostick says that if Governor Kemp and his wife found out what he was doing, Governor Kemp's wife is an educator, that Bostick would be, quote, nailed for doing it. Is critical race theory illegal in the schools here? It is bad. It's still bad in the schools. So but not your curriculums. Exactly. And on top of that, if you don't say the words of the race theory, you technically teach it. People don't know what critical race theory is. So when they see the word, the like, alarm goes off. Alarm goes off. But if you see the principles of it, people are like, of course. Like, so does your your curriculum have critical race theory in it? Yep. And the government doesn't know. And they, they have no clue. And I'm like, Walking all the way to the bank. Exactly. Have to look in the curriculum. What would they find that's like banned, like contraband, illegal? Books, theories, critical race theory, critical race theory, um, even like banned books. Right. So the entire district has all the schools have and. And I use them. I mean, it's an option in Fulton County, but most of the teachers, because they are our teachers of color, are like, I want to use this. We're diversity. We're teaching love all humans. And I'm like, behind the scenes, like, man, teach it like this, though. Like, teach it, make sure you say this, and use these words, and use this book. As long as they don't look in your curriculum and see bad books, mm-hmm. you're good. Yeah. And also, in the day, they already bought it. So, like, Lloyd says that you already bought it. So you, you waste your money, you do the right work. So it goes on to the teacher, it's not you. Mm-hmm. Which sucks. But nature of the beast. He's like such an idiot. Like his wife does a lot of stuff in education here. She was a former teacher. And so she does like book donations and the books are just like what do you think she would do if she found out there's CRT? Oh, I would get nailed. The worst thing I can see happening 
a weird way. Sometimes I'm taking like my business license or something like that, or like something weird. I'm like, I'm still doing it. Yeah. Keep on consulting. He's a fan. Bostick seems fully aware of his actions of sneaking CRT into the curriculums could get him into trouble. Bostick also talks about gearing his curriculums towards kindergarten-aged children, and he explains how critical race theory can be taught to children, quote, under the radar by labeling it as DEI instead of critical race theory, DEI standing for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Well, what about your freaking How long do you take? Oh, like two, three years. And it's just kindergarten. Wait, your curriculum that is in the schools here in Georgia is just kindergarten? It's just kidding. one of his just kindergarten, yeah. That's so cool. So you think your CRT stuff is kindergarten. <laughs> it's so good. So yeah, so stuff like that. Um, <laughs> kids, I mean, you can teach kids things on the radar. And, and through your curriculum, though. Good for you. And, and no, the only people who would know would be the teachers. Researchers like me who like know, like know it very well. And you just present it in a way of how? In order to make sure it's under the radar, how do you do it? It's a DEI word. Some of them still won't accept that. Some of them. But that phrase is more accepting, like anti-racist, anti-racist education, like race theory. So DEI is like the cover for the CRT. Bostick appears to be careful with the choice of words he uses to describe his curriculums. He also claims that parents are ignorant and the goal of his curriculum is to have the students go against their parents. I hate to say it, but like, parents are teachers. Parents are ignorant. They are. And so you're making money off of ignorant parents. And these kids are also pushing against their parents too. Like, mom, that's not right. You shouldn't say that. Well, that's the goal. Yeah, eventually. To get the parents to like kids, to get the kids to influence their parents to make the shift too. So if, if parents aren't coming to the schools, then the teachers can go and see what they want, right? It's clear that Dr. Quentin Bostick is willing to use deceptive measures to push his agenda on young students. Stay tuned for part two where Bostick explains how he really feels about the Mackenzie Scott funded organization he works for, the Teaching Lab, or as Bostick refers to it as, the scam lab. Stay tuned. So whenever we had the woman that was affiliated with undercover mothers on, so that, that terminology should be familiar to people that have listened for that long. <clears throat> so you'll see this manifest itself inside of private schools as well, which was the, the big thing with that. But they, and they masquerade under the, like he said, the subversive uh, terminology of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so, there was somebody here locally that was paying to have their kid go, and I think I mentioned this on here before, a private Christian school that has the accreditation that, you, that she talked about that uses this. And so there there was locked modules on there for, for diversity, diversity, equity, inclusion, and he still couldn't understand that, yes, dude, this has infiltrated your the school that you're sending your child to. And just like he stated, the key component is always the, uh, to, number one, keep keep it secret from the parent that is being taught and then drive the wedge between the child and the parent and let the school come in to be the one that's teaching the, the quote-unquote, you know, ethical aspect of the child. Extremely, like he said, I'm an evil salesman. Yes, you, you're absolutely evil. Uh, his, so did he say you will know when they're using it? undercover like that when your kids will go against the parents and they will say things like mom you shouldn't say that yes yeah keep an eye out for that yeah definitely i think i have 
the next one. Hang on just a second. So here's the second one that James O'Keefe just referenced. I don't know how long this is. We may cut this one short. That was the full one. But I don't know. These are pretty good, so let it roll. <laughs> I have people on my team who never talked before, but no sales. They don't have to like kids. It, it's oh, literally like I hate kids. I'm like, don't say that for a partner. Just keep it to yourself. Mr. the salesman. We're just, I'm a consultant coming in. I'm like, okay. And so it's up to the school. They get in trouble then. That's not me. That all means. Even on the cozy skies. But she finds out she'll never see her. Hey, pause that. We're, we're going to have to read some of this because the, the background noise is, is uh, so loud. So he's talking about the woman that funds that, Mackenzie Scott, a philanthropist. I was $250 million. Yeah, she's funded us for a long time. You know who that is, right? Uh, no. That's Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. I was not aware Where she that. divorced him because yeah. he was cheating on her and stuff with that other woman. Right, but this is the stuff that he does too. I mean, like that, and that's the thing, man. I, I actually had that conversation yet again at work today, man. Like, oh, it's cheaper on Amazon. Yeah, well, look at what Amazon does, dude. <laughs> Take your Amazon and shove it up your butt. I buy nothing off Amazon. I know we've beat that to death, but if it, it, it so, whenever that um, closed caption comes up on the next one, if we can't hear it, pause it, and I'll just read that too because it's it's that's that's not going to translate well to the people listening to this. It's 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 not. You're not able to ascertain what he's saying, but go ahead and hit that. So that's right. Like, my boss is a freaking psychopath. What is she doing? She basically is like, she's running a nonprofit, but like, it's for profit. She can't get in trouble for that, can she? For running a nonprofit and still having. You know what? It's borderline. I, I'll, she won't answer it, and she never will. I don't think she ever will. This is how we do Previously, we reported our subject, Quentin Bostic, elaborating on grade school curriculums he creates and sells, specifically in the state of Georgia, and how he incorporates elements of critical race theory under the guise of equity. Now he goes into further detail on his employer, The Teaching Lab, a progressive nonprofit that creates and sells similar programs all across the country. According to Bostic, it's quite lucrative and with major backing behind it. Just imagine, you have 100 schools in the school district. Each of them need like five of these three That's at $20,000. Right. Over, and over, over, and over. And then, guess what? Next year is going to be version two that you have to have. And then the year after that is version three. You're just changing the cover. <laughs> Literally. So they make the money from schools needing that curriculum. Do they need it, or is it just preference? It's preference. It's preference. It's only preference. Now, they can sell it to public schools as well? Yeah. And so, like, for example, we saw DEI work, they're like, like, for me, like a black queer voice, they're like, oh, what are you writing about? We want to see what's in your lesson. I'm like, sure. I can say this is $50,000. They're like, perfect. What, what pilot did Beautiful. And for that state money, does that get you in trouble at all? How so? I'm external. External. You're just a salesman. I'm just a salesman. Like, I'm a consultant coming in. I'm like, okay. 
So it's up to the school. They get in trouble then. That's not, that's not on me. And I mean, whether you care about teaching or not, it's a good thing. And literally, I have people on my team who have never taught before, but no sales. They can sell things, and guess what? It works. They don't have to like kids. It, it's oh, literally like I hate kids. I'm like, don't say that in front of a partner. Just keep it to yourself. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's 100% true. Cool. Even on the kids in Scott, when she finds us, you'll never see her. What kind of Scott? Yeah, the kids in Scott, you'll never see her. Yeah, she funded us. You will never see her. You she funded us? Yeah, she funded us. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. So that's right. Like, my boss is a freaking psychopath. Like, I'm trying to tell you, like, so we were one of I had all those big donations come out. We were one of them. Um, how much? Million dollars to the teaching lab? Teaching lab, yeah. So we're, that's what I'm saying. We went from like five people to like 50, and now we're at 50 to like 100. What's she doing? She basically is like, she's running a non profit, but like it's for profit. that for a second? But. And just to beat this dead horse a little bit more, this gives you, which we've discussed it in the past, but this gives you an inside glimpse at how, when you're talking about Facebook and Amazon and stuff like that, how these people, the quote-unquote philanthropy works, they're, they're paying nut-bar people like this that openly admit to hating your kids to program your kids with rhetoric that you detest. But they offer stuff at a cheap price. Let me buy that. How is Is that worth it? No, no way. <laughs> dude, like, I don't understand why anybody, like, it's the same as with Netflix, dude. Why, why would anybody be, why are people paying, the people that think like us, why are they paying money to people like this? Because they, I'm, I'm assuming they don't know. Get informed. With Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast, go ahead and hit play. Because she did a nonprofit work, she's connected to funders. That's how she literally oh. how she found these funders. Like, she's like, my capstone's with the Gates Foundation. She can't get in trouble for that, can she? For running a nonprofit and still having... You know, it's borderline. I, I'll, she won't answer it, and she never will. I don't think she ever will. But I asked her once, and I said, hey, Sarah, I said, I want to just be very transparent, because I'm learning from you. I want to do the same exact thing yeah. you're doing. I said, so hypothetically, these people are funding you to build a program. Once the brand is over, you take the program, you sell it to people for money. I was like, so, that so Paul said again, you understand what he's saying. Mm-hmm. The government's paying for the program for their own use. You take it that you, you develop with their money and then you're selling it to them continually while changing the cover. And he's happy about it. And he's deprogramming. So he's, he's defrauding us and he's deprogramming your kids or reprogramming your kids. Man, this reeks, dude. Get it? That's nothing to do with me. The grant ended. We fulfilled the grant. And I'm like, but we're selling a product of the grant. That's not my problem. And I'm like, Foundation. This is from Alice Cooper by the Gates Foundation. People are like, oh my God, this must be big. 
Is it really a teaching lab? That's what it's like. It's like a scam lab. <laughs> scam lab. It's scam lab. <laughs> To confirm some of Quentin's claims, I reached out undercover to Sarah Johnson, CEO of the Teaching Lab. She stated her operating budget and dedication to DEI work in schools. Hello? Hey, is this uh, Sarah Johnson? Yeah. Yeah, my name is Jim Phelps, and uh, I work in with some high net worth individuals in Florida. I looked at your 990, and I saw it said that it was a $6 million, I believe, budget. Is that is that about what you guys uh, is that what you guys spend uh, year over year? So on the budget side, uh, no, we have a fifteen million dollar budget now. Okay, and uh, in terms of the uh, DEI stuff, is that something that you guys work on? Is that something that you're interested in uh, uh, pursuing? Yeah, it's a major part of our mission. We followed up with Quentin for comment. You won't believe how that conversation went. Probably one of the most fascinating and unique encounters in Project Veritas history. Stay tuned tomorrow. So what do you mean by it's a scam lab, it's a scam lab? So definitely take it out of context. How so? Well, I mean, I, I mean, it's your words. And even though it's maybe hiding it from the public, that doesn't bother you. It doesn't um, bother you. No. That guy's toast. He's sitting there going, he's sitting there going uh oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I think I don't know. I haven't seen that, so no. That that looked like that was going to be very interesting. I mean, he's he's obviously not smart enough to avoid it. Like he should have, he should have ducked and ran. It's not that people, he's not smart enough. He's just I, th I think so narcissistic. That's it. Yeah, A level of arrogance. Yeah, and that's why he kept on and on and on at those meetings. Because if you notice, those were multiple meetings at yes. different places, yeah, and they had different clothes and yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean, I was like four or five different meetups. Yeah. These people kill me sitting and talking about this stuff. If well, I was doing something sketchy, the last thing I will do is sit and talk to somebody about it. Well, they love to feed their ego. Well, not only that. and special. Yeah. And a lot of the time, see, they, they, I want to say they meet them through dating websites, and so they're on a, a, a date. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so a lot of times they'll, they'll have a couple of drinks loosen up and their mouths will start running. Like, that's a lot of times. Like, Man, that's you, smart. Oh, absolutely, dude, but this is real journalism. Yeah. That's, that's, that's real investigative journalism. Yeah, it is. So, um, yeah, but as promised, uh, which we'll, we'll check out the uh, follow-up to that next week possibly, but we're back on Breitbart, uh, and this is uh, – I was talking about a celebrity. This is we talked about a couple weeks ago, man. Like, and it gets a little far fetched, but hey, man, the penchant for all the things going on with the kids and asking, hey, man, where 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 are all these traffic kids going? X, Y, and Z. Jamie Lee Curtis deletes Instagram posts showing a photo of naked child stuffed in a box, and this is another anti-Christian, anti-Trump, anti-conservative, complete uh, pro-abortion, uh, pro-grooming leftist wacko make-believe court jester oh yeah get it was that satisfying <clears throat> in a strange turn of events hollywood star jamie lee curtis has deleted an instagram post after followers noticed a photo in the background depicting a naked child stuffed in a box with some commenters comparing the apparent artwork to jeffrey epstein Jamie Lee Curtis, who endorsed Joe Biden's 2020 presidential run and is currently attracting Oscar buzz for her performance in the sci-fi comedy adventure Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, never heard of it, shared a photo of her Comet Productions office on Instagram on Tuesday. 
while the actress drew attention to the designer office furniture, a photo hanging on the wall ended up stealing the show. The photo depicts a naked child stuffed awkwardly into a box with legs crammed together in an, at uncomfortable angles and what appears to uh, I'm sorry, and what appears to be a look of discomfort on the child's face. It remains unclear who the photographer is and what the piece is meant to represent. So here's the tweet. Why does Jamie Lee Curtis have a picture of a naked child stuffed inside a suitcase on her wall? Strong Epstein vibes. If you scroll down, I think it'll be focused in. Like, dude, that is a very demented looking deal, is it not? Yes. That's just, I mean, that that looks like something off the movie The Ring. Like, that's, who would have that on their wall? Somebody like that, or Epstein, or somebody, or Clinton. So here's DC Drano on Twitter. I follow him on uh, True Social. He's really good. Five days ago, Hollywood has been Jamie Lee Curtis. But it's really hard for me to not talk about the uh, uh, robust chest area of Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> in her heyday. It's all I remember from True Lies. <laughs> I mean, sorry. I, I appreciate the. Uh, I can appreciate that. A good movie? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, starting over. Five days ago, Hollywood has been Jamie Lee Curtis posted a vaccine ad for Pfizer on Instagram. Three days ago, she posted an extremely disturbing picture she has in her home of a child stuffed in a suitcase. We have serious questions. And that also reminds me, we did not play the video of the Pfizer CEO, so we will close with that then after this. This was meant to be the last one, but I noticed that we forgot that, so we will have to pick that back up in just a moment because it is too good to leave off. Is that okay? Yeah. It's not like 15 minutes long or something either. No. But uh, what do you make of the uh, of the picture, BB Dazzle? That's so creepy. Can, I, can I, anybody give me a good explanation to what kind of person that's supposedly saying would have that no that's that's just that's just weird just creepy weird to me it's demonic there's like so there's just there's something going on with these kids there has to be and if you look at that picture she posted which there'll be links and, and she's and, taking it down by there. the way she removed that post yeah because she's it's been called to attention but the thing is she wanted that attention that photo was staged like the way she took the photo she took it so that that picture of the kid mm-hmm. is purposefully intentionally in the picture. She's wanting to advertise it and broadcast it, and she got some remarks about it, some bad remarks about it. So now she's trying to retract everything. Can you go back up? Can, and, and I need you to do something, uh, BB. Search, uh, I think it's Comet Ping Pong Pizza. Search that and see what, see what Comet Ping Pong Pizza brings up. Go back up until it says, uh, I'll tell you when to stop, please. And the kid is stop stuffed in, in a suitcase. Something. Huh. Yeah. Stop right there. Let, let me wait on him. All right. What is gotcha. that? It's a pizzeria, restaurant, and concert venue located in on Connecticut Avenue in Washington, D.C.'s. Chevy Chase neighborhood. Yeah, so that that's the place that that all, all the stuff from Hillary Clinton's emails revolved around at the inception of the QAnon, where they were supposedly trafficking children through there. That was where the quote unquote pizza was coming from, Comet Ping Pong Pizza. And I just noticed this, and maybe I'm looking a you know a stretch, but sci-fi sh- comedy shared a photo of her Comet Productions office on Instagram. I don't know, like whatever. Oh. What you, I don't know, kind of weird. And then you wow. got, I mean, then you got that picture right there. Like it's, 
dude, and like this is very weird. Like these people are sick, man. Like they have to sh like. Do you believe that these people are messing with kids? Do you believe that the absolutely. Hollywood elites are trafficking trafficking children? One hundred percent. I do too. I absolutely do. If if that makes me crazy, I, then I'm crazy because I absolutely think. Like, why? How can you all be the same politically and otherwise? You're you're all the same. It makes I would say it makes no sense. It makes complete sense. They're very very evil people. I I totally agree too. My question is, why? What what are they doing? And for how long? I think that they're yeah. so debased. And I, I used the caviar analogy on here before, and I'll use it again. Like, dude, have you ever had caviar? But what are they doing? As far as the, the, the quote-unquote conspiracy theory says that they, they use them for, so adrenochrome is what they call it. And again, now that, that stuff does exist from what I, I read. But with a child, like you, you, you scare them. Um, and so the, the adrenaline rushes into their blood and it supposedly revitalizes people and this, that, and the other. And, uh, hey, look, that sounds crazy, but I know this much, man. Like, child sacrifice has gone on since the dawn of man in a variety of forms. Like, it's a wicked thing. And, like, right. evil evil has existed for a reason since, again, since... Yeah, since, look what the Mayans used to do. Exactly. So, um, I, I think that, that... I think they sexually abused them because they get gratification from it because they're so debased. And I think about it, man, you're, you're talking about, and pardon me if I've said this on here before, but like, Oh, it's a really good actor. Tom Hanks is a phenomenal actor. He's a, like I was reading the other day about some great unwoke movie he did. And it, it did these big numbers and surprised everybody because he's a great actor. And, and, yeah, I think it was on Breitbart, in fact, but they were going on about how like he kind of avoid the, avoided the wokeism, which is not true by my assertion. He's a, a, a left-wing nut job. And when Wick, Ricky Gervais was at that award show mocking them for, for pedophilia and molesting children, the, the camera panned around to Tom Hanks. We watched this video, and he looked super, like, he was, you know what I'm saying? Like... Like, oh, crap, like, was the look. Like, he drew his head backwards so that his neck was doubled up, his, like a triple chin, like, looking around, like, with this big, weird, guilty look on his face. Dude, same thing, like, I just talked about Jim Carrey. Uh, Alec Baldwin, all these weirdos, man, like, that, that are kind of attached and affiliated to this that are so vehemently nasty when it comes to politics, dude, and, and anti-Christian, anti-conservatism, dude, because they're pro-evil, because they are evil, in my opinion, is, is, is where this is coming from. So I, I think they get some sick satisfaction out of, out of all this. And again, man, with the, with the staggering numbers of, of missing children in this country, they're going somewhere. Yeah. And, and I, know one, I know one group of uh, elite people that, that exert influence on a mass scale for a variety of their causes, mostly political, that never say anything about missing children ever. In fact, they love to kill children. They like they love partial birth abortion. They celebrate murdering the unborn. They love it. They call it a woman's right. These are depraved sickos, dude. And that's the thing. Oh, women's right. Everybody's standing up for the woman's right to kill their baby. That's them. Jamie Lee Curtis is all about that. Wearing the pink pussy hat and all those things, dude. That's Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, why do you have that on your wall? We already know you're anti-child. You're, you're pro-death because you love to murder the unborn, slaughter the unborn and call it a woman's right. Yeah, who knows? That could be something as sick as her 
she could have been there and seen that kid in the suitcase when the picture was taken. And, and that brings back point. some kind of memories for her about the sacrifice of that child. And, and if that sounds crazy, who, why would it be crazy to draw that conclusion? I think that's absolutely spot on. That's probably true. Yeah, is, that, <laughs> is that child in that picture even alive? Yeah, because that's not a painting. That's that's a real. That's disturbing, dude. And we can leave a link on in the description if you haven't seen it. This is this this is very creepy. And again, it reminds me of like the contortion of the body reminds me of that character at the end of the movie, The Ring, where it's all like bent yeah. up and just misshapen like a broken pretzel. Like it's awful looking, dude. But that's Hollywood for you, dude. Can we jump over to the? Yes. This was Rebel News, and so they're on the ground over there in uh, Davos, and this was uh, this is uh, the the Pfizer CEO, the one that uh, we're going to have a hundred percent. We're going to stop a hundred percent transmission, ninety percent transmission, seventy percent, sixty percent. It'll keep you from getting died. It'll keep you from hospital. No, will it keep you from dying? So that, that was the progression. That I think they actually asked him that specifically. It's a hundred percent effective. Ninety, eighty, seventy. 40, it'll keep you from going to the hospital. It'll keep you from dying. Ineffective. Yeah, that. So, uh, And this is this is pretty long, and he doesn't offer any response, but it's just beautiful, dude. After everything that they put the entire globe through, by the way, to see this this prick, I'm, I'm surprised. Is that okay? That was a, that was a, yeah. <laughs> you win some, you lose some on the self-edit front. Uh, two years, long night. So anyway, the... Somebody of that level of this game to, uh, I, and, and at that location, I'm surprised that not only did these people get access to him, that they got access to him for a sustained amount of time. So we will uh, finish out with this one. Go ahead. Mr. Borlake, can I ask you, when did you know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission? How long did you know that without saying it publicly? Thank you very much. I'm sorry. To that question. I mean, we, we now know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission, but why did you keep it secret? You said it was 100% effective, then 90%, then 80%, then 70%. But we now know that the vaccines do not trans stop transmission. Why did you keep that secret? Have a nice day. I won't have a nice day until I know the answer. Why did you keep it a secret that your vaccine did not stop transmission? Is it time to apologize to the world, sir, to give refunds back to the countries that poured all their money into your vaccine that doesn't work, your ineffective vaccine? Yeah, you have a little bit of red. Are you not ashamed of what you've done in the last couple of years? Do you have any apologies to the public, sir? Are you proud of it? You've made millions on the backs of people's entire livelihoods. How does that feel to walk the streets as a millionaire on the backs of the regular person at home in Australia, in England, in Canada? What do you think about on your yacht, sir? What do you think about on your private jet? Are you worried about product liability? Are you worried about myocarditis? What about the sudden deaths? What do you have to say about young men dropping dead of heart attacks every day? Why won't you answer these basic questions? No apologies, sir. Like, so they, they walk into this corner. They're so, they're so distraught. They don't even know which way to go. Criminal behavior you've 
obviously been a part of. How much money have you personally made off the vaccine? How many boosters do you think it'll take for you to be happy enough with your earnings? Nothing. Who did you meet with here in secret? Will you disclose who you met with? Who did you pay commissions to? In the past, Pfizer has paid $2.3 billion in fines for deceptive marketing. Have you engaged in that same conduct again? Are you under investigation like you were before for your deceptive marketing, sir? If any other product in the world doesn't work as promised, you get a refund. Should you not refund to countries that <laughs> laid question. out billions for your ineffective vaccine? Are you used to only sympathetic media so you don't know how to answer any questions? Is that it? Shame on you, sir. Shame on you. What did he say? That's Albert Bula, the boss of Pfizer. His people were pushing us around a little bit. Mate, he's pretty fit. I don't reckon he's had one jab. I'm huffing and puffing a bit. At least I didn't have any myocarditis. <laughs> um, I, I, I dare say he's shocked that in his safe space at the WEF here in Davos that he was challenged in a way that he's never to date been challenged. Uh, well, that's the thing. We're not a credit stop that there. Here. We're on so the outside the, of the perimeter. Rebel News, and that's posted. I don't know if he's – I can't tell by the insignia if he's either of those two guys. Gary won't back down I don't, it, on, on Twitter. But uh, either way, God bless those guys. One of the things, too, that it, uh, the uh, woman that, in New Zealand, the prime minister that was over all that stuff, you know, she's she's not going to seek re-election, so she's basically resigning. And so uh, rumors were circling. Well, D.C. Drano again, and he's got an anti-WEF uh, tweet as well. Dear New Zealanders, this is a mass, massive bribery scandal. BlackRock, I'm sorry, let me start. I did that backwards. They've got it. New rumors are circling that Jacinda Ardern will join BlackRock as a senior executive when her tenure as prime minister finishes. She has met with BlackRock several times in recent week. In recent weeks, DC Drano amends that with, "Dear New Zealanders, this is a massive bribery scandal. BlackRock owns major stock holdings and big pharma companies that made billions from Jacinda's forced vaccine mandates. They were coordinating, and now she's about to cash in huge while her people suffer long long-term side effects." So that's what you get with uh, when you deal with them, and uh, that. Uh, I wonder what that guy's thinking now. Oh, oh dude, that me that's a they'll brush them off. They're nobody. That'll never gain any mainstream traction. Everybody knows everything that they need to know. That guy, man, he's untouchable, dude. Like when you when you've created that much money. And they, they, it's like I said with the election fraud, man, they didn't do this to give it away. Like, and it, it's the nature of the beast. And that's what we'll always contend with, man. Evil will it'll always exist, but they're, uh, it, it's, it's a big club and we ain't in it, dude. 